Laurie McGilvery, Simon Turkus, and myself, Juliane Nendel. And now today, today's topic, we're going to be talking about a topic a lot of people are quite familiar with, and it's dissatisfaction and how dissatisfaction can actually be a good thing. So we're going to uh, hear stories uh, how to switch over from dissatisfaction into satisfaction. And Laurie's going to share with us um, a story uh, how she had to actually refocus her own mindset on, uh, on a better outcome to, uh, to, to get there. So, uh, Laurie, are you willing to share with us that story? How, um, yeah, how your mindset changed from growing apart to growing together? Because you have wonderful experience on that in in terms of relationships, and I think uh, this could be a help for many many people right now. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Go, girl. <laughs> Juliana and I talked about this topic for a while, and um, it's something that I've shared for a very long time, but I've never shared this story. There's only probably a couple of people in the whole world that know about this story. And uh, talking through with Juliana, we decided it was probably the best thing that I could share from my heart with others today. And in relationships, I've always been working to improve, to grow, to learn everything around my business, career. I've had fabulous career life, fabulous business success, always lacking in the personal relationship area <laughs> until about 20 years ago. And we'll get to that in a minute. I've had the most amazing relationship with my husband for the last 20 years. Taking you back a ways, in my younger life, I had a lot of abuse in life. I had uh, three times I threw it of, of being with someone for a very long time. First one, my daughter's father was three years, and I said, no more. I'm going to be dead. Um, it was highly abusive. I found myself pinned in the corner with uh, off the floor by the throat and I grabbed my daughter and I ran out the door with my handbag and that was it and said uh, like this isn't life I had left two times before that and with the promise of working things out and the third time I said maybe I stay any longer and my daughter is not going to live with this kind of abuse and roll forward it ended up in another relationship of um, being thrown across the room. Um, probably, hmm, I don't know if you can see how far away the board is back there. Probably from here to there. It was a lot. He was a large man. He was in construction, super strong. Um, one day, threw me across the room, and I landed on the stove in the kitchen. And my daughter was there. Again, grabbed my things. Grabbed my daughter, grabbed my handbag, and left. I lived in Colorado at that time and went to the mountains to stay at a hotel and get my head together. Um, and I decided that I was um, 
I was done. I, I had to leave that relationship. Otherwise, I would I would be dead very severely injured future, and I didn't want my daughter in that. And so spent a long time um, single and raising my daughter into teen years, and I loved Colorado. That was my heaven, my you know, piece of of heaven on earth. And I had always wanted to go back there, but went went back home a couple of days later um, and said, this clinched. I'm about five foot three and he was over six foot tall, big guy. This clinched. <laughs> Let him know if you ever come near me, touch me, touch my daughter, harm me, say the wrong thing the wrong way ever again, you're dead. That's all it took. And, and he left me alone from then forward. And my plan was to get back to Michigan, get back to my family, get my daughter back around my family. And that was what I focused on and did whatever I had to do to keep the relationship in, a, in a, as calm as possible until I was able to get back, get myself into working again, you know, start a career there and left with my daughter. So, Laurie, let me ask you, I mean, um, you are um, a very strong character and it, it shows also in, in your determination, like in your relationships, I guess. You, you were very determined and a, and a power woman, I guess. Um, what did, why did it take you so long at that time? I mean, we're talking about long-term relationships. Why, why did it take you so long to break out or to break free? Probably several reasons, Julianne. One is I was always raised with um, you do whatever it takes to make things work. Um, and I needed to know I had done everything I could possibly do to make it right, to make the relationship right, to keep it going. When it became that physical, I knew if I stayed, I was going to either be harmed or something worse. And my daughter was also part of this. And she would be. And I did everything I could possibly do. I couldn't change the other person. There's nothing you can do to change the other person. They have to do that themselves. And, and the other thing was the, what you're focusing on. That's the biggest part of it. What are you focused on? And you were obviously very much focused on on growth, right? Your mind completely. Was like, well, I mean, growth. absolutely. My I went back, and you know, my life. I got my my business and life and and um, career going again. As soon as I, I've never worried about will I be able to take care of myself. I've never had that. I, I've just never had that. And starting over so many times and bring, you know, got out to Colorado because of the major recession that was going on in Michigan. That was what ended up taking me out there. Sold everything. And the sign on the side of the road said, last out between, you know, going from Michigan to Ohio, last one out, turn out the lights. So I knew that I could restart my life again with no problem. I, I had that confidence. 
And it's it's a perfect example that uh, even though you were talking about times of recession and obviously uh, circumstances uh, and conditions external-wise were not optimal, yeah. optimum uh, yeah. conditions, but, uh, but where there's a will, there's a way, right? And you don't look back. You just, you, if you're hanging on everything back here, you're never going to be able to go forward. If you keep bringing all that with you, you know, it's, you might as well just some, some rocks to your legs and, and just keep piling on weight. You know, you're never going to be able to take a step forward as long as you keep bringing all that with you. The thing I was doing that it took me a long time to work out, I knew that I didn't want, you know, the first relationship, there was massive alcoholism. And I didn't understand that. Um, I didn't understand the abuse that can come along with alcoholism. Um, and, you know, there would be days that he, he would just disappear for days and not come home. And then come home and start a big old ruckus. I didn't, I did, I, I didn't know those parts of things of life. And I just kept thinking, what am I doing wrong? You know, why doesn't he want to come home? What am I, can my meals cook? I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to do. Um, and not understanding that you can't change someone else. It's his paradigm. It's their paradigm. It's something they had in their life that created their life to be this way. And for whatever reason, I look back now, I had no feeling about it of any negative. I have no... Um, I have no, um, there's nothing negative that I feel about any of it. I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am today. I would not be the person I am today. I would not have stories. I mean, I wouldn't suggest go do this to have a story. <laughs> don't, no, don't go try not. it, you know. <laughs> don't trust it. <laughs> It's part of the learning uh, curve and learning um, and growth, uh, of course. Learning you, growth, you every growing. step of the way, learn and grow. And I would not be this strength that you talk about. You know, I would not be the strength that I am from inside out. I wouldn't understand. I would never have been seeking understanding about all of it. The piece, I, I went to Tony Robbins. Over and over and over, I went to, I read, I had all the tapes, you know, those the little cassette tapes at the time, um, <laughs> all the tapes, um, Brian Tracy, you name it, I had, you know, all, I didn't, I, there's, I don't think today you'll find a, a fiction book on my, my shelf, any of my library, maybe one, <laughs> maybe. I, my whole life, I've always been about growth, personal growth and improving to make a better me and what what does that take again i applied it very well to my career to my, to my business and career life the you, thing you that were. i was missing was what was i focused on and yeah. you know we always talk about this what are you focused on are you focused on the negative or are you are you focused on what you don't want or are you focused on what you do want and I remained absolutely focused on, I don't want to go there again, ever. How did I do that? How, I was just, cool. how on, 
that was the what caused that to happen again? That is the last thing I wanted in my life again. And, and it happened again. One more time. Woke up twice with someone sitting on my chest with their hands around my neck. Three times it happened. Gone. I knew that time if I stayed, I would not wake up the next time. <laughs> So I've started my life over and over. So a lot of people, you know, they, when, when I talk about when, when we're going through a lot of these different talks and you have to trust and believe in yourself that you can keep going. You have to know you can and you will. You've got to set that determination. You've got to set that that you and your life are far more important and staying with that kind of abuse and that kind of behavior, you can you can take care of yourself. You may have to go through a period of time that it isn't exactly what you wanted. You have to, you know, you just have to go through it. You just have to do the next thing. And there is always the next better thing that will be in front of you if you keep that if you keep that mindset and belief that life is better. This is not right. There's. Yep. Yeah, go think, ahead. Do you think, Laurie, that um, a lot of people they don't give up on relationships or jobs or friendships because they feel like they're they're being a failure in a sense. They're giving up on something. Yes. They don't want to be seen as a failure from maybe the outside world. Yes, yes. It's okay to walk away from things. It is absolutely okay. If if you feel, it, it doesn't matter what they think or anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter. If you are feeling intimidated, if you're feeling like there's an abuse of some sort coming at you, um, if, if you feel like, you know, you're not in harmony with that is the first thing. And this is something that Juliana is going to go in much deeper in, into the future. And I know, Simon, you as well, about laws of the universe and, and, and the vibration that you're in. I've always been a really high energy, high vibration, positive vibration. If you stay stuck over on that left side that we always talk about, I, this is always with me. If you stay on that left side, you're going to go into disintegration. There's no way around it. You have got to, no matter what you're going through, you have got to get yourself back over on this positive side. And these are the well, things. It is, it is the principle, and it's a fundamental principle. Completely. Or living, living to live, living to die, adapt or die, or in relationships, grow yes. together or grow apart. That's it. Wherever you want, wherever you want to uh, apply it to whatever kind of relationship, whether it is in business or a personal relationship or an intimate relationship, whatever. Um, it is that principle, and this uh, this uh, picture that you just showed it it makes it really crystal clear how uh, how the procedure is and how the path is. And it, it all has to do with the paradigms that we always talk about, Jillian and and Simon. It's it's 
It's what's going on in the subconscious way down here. It's not what's going on in your conscious mind. It's what's going on in your subconscious mind. And those are things that have gone in. Those are the paradigms that have gone in. It's it's things from the external world that have gone in and you've been emotionally internalized and then they go into your subconscious. And that is what causes you to just the way you go about your day, the way you get up and, you know, do your set up your day right, you know, your habits. Those are the habits you create, just like walking, just like learning to walk. It, you know, if if I do this, this little um, example, I have people stand up, take three steps forward, take three steps backward, sit down. You can do this later after, after we're done with our 30-minute mastermind. What did you have to think about in doing that? Standing up, take three steps, come back, sit down. The only thing you had to think about was one, two, three, one, two, three, sit down. You, everything is going on inside of you that you don't even think about it. I mean, we're on the phone, we're walking, we're talking, we're whatever. We're doing 50 different things at one time and not even thinking about it. We're just autopilot. We work on autopilot. So when you're in a relationship, that's what's going on in a relationship as well. Automatic pilot, automatic paradigms that you don't even know are there are happening and 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 this dance that goes on in a relationship so what did i do how did i how did i get beyond all of that to a 20-year relationship that's just you were so successful in in business and yet um yeah in in your private personal life uh you were craving something Bigger and better, but yet not, not managed really. The balance. I was looking. Yeah, the life balance. And you were you were known for setting up uh, uh, dynamic teams in your Completely. corporate work, weren't you? Hiring thousands of people in in periods of time that there was one percent unemployment, <laughs> growing growing massive massive corporate. Um, yeah, so. And traveling around the country doing it, setting up new new sites around the country and helping helping other sites grow their their sites. So yeah, I, I was known as the best there was in the industry in that part of it. So, well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just do. I you know, I just keep moving forward. I just I don't stop and you know, I don't do any of that. <laughs> I don't. I don't look for that. You know, it's. I do what I do because I love helping people, helping others, and that's the only thing that drives me. That I. I am up out of bed every morning. I couldn't wait. Could not wait for Friday. Every every week, I cannot wait for Friday. And thinking through the week, what are we gonna? What are we gonna share so amazing this week? <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do, Laurie, to move into a to a better, more positive relationship? How did you? I had been, I had been 
through these different times, I had been collecting the things I knew I didn't want. So from the first relationship, I knew I didn't want any alcohol and, and smoking. I was, I was not, these are my own personal things, okay? So it's up to anybody else what they do. I wanted someone who didn't drink and, and smoke. And I wasn't quite there with the rest of it. I knew that there were certain things I wanted. I also wanted someone who was reliable, um, who was okay to work, <laughs> who, who was sustainable working, because that was missing a bit in the first one after a while. Um, you know, so I, I knew some of the things that I, I, I knew the things I didn't want, but I knew some of the things I did um, things I didn't want, but I knew what I did want. So I was applying some of that, but I was still missing um, the, the, the awareness of what might be causing um, abuse in a relationship. You know, I, was, I, I wasn't aware of all of that. You know, I didn't come from that kind of a family. Uh, neither of my parents smoked or drank. The rest of the family, yeah, their relatives on both sides, you know, big family get-togethers. Um, so I did. I really didn't understand all of those things. So I was. I each time I was making a change. You know, there was it was different kind of person that I was with that didn't have those things, but they had other things that I wasn't aware of. So finally, I was. Uh, as I was doing all the recruiting and hiring, I had a matrix that I used. And it was, I would sit down with the hiring managers. And this works for if you're hiring someone. That was why I said in the beginning, whether you're looking for a relationship personal, if you're looking, you know, with a you know, community, um, if you're looking for hiring. So I started with the hiring side of things that, what are the, what is it the team needs? You know, so we would sit down, sit down and get to know the um, the manager, the, the the manager of the place I was hiring, and we would talk through. And I would get to know their personality. I, I it's something that in my lifetime I've been gifted with that I can kind of tune in with people a bit, and so I was putting people together that it was going to make a dynamic team. And I needed to know from them, what are your must-haves? What, what are absolute deal breakers? Um, so what is your must-haves? Give me five must-haves for hiring someone for your team. Give me um, five deal breakers. These are absolute no-goes if this is someone that I'm interested in. And what would be nice-to-haves? You know, what would be, uh, 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 if they don't have them, uh, or if they, if, if they have the, if they don't have this, it's okay. But if they do, it would be really nice. It would be a really nice thing. So that was a hiring thing, hiring thousands of people. So I was going through this process, this matrix. And, you know, I, I had a team that I had four systems at one time teaching everybody how to do this. <laughs> I was training people how to do this. And 
So after the third relationship deteriorated, I just threw myself into work and kept going again. And I finally sat down and I did that for myself. <laughs> I, I do learn eventually. <laughs> 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 and so I had my list. I knew clearly these are the things that someone must have. And these are the things that are absolute deal breakers. If this, if this shows up in this person and, and I had ways of quizzing people, I, I was hiring people. I knew how to question people <laughs> to get the right people to, to hire the right people. And so I used it for myself, and it was about a month later that I met my husband today, my now husband. Brilliant. Once, because we can picture, when you have that, when you, when you sit down and you go through that process, it, it imprints this picture in your mind, and you just know. You just know. And I met my husband on Match.com in, in the days that, you know, going back almost 20 years now, internet was still Yahoo dial-up is what I had. <laughs> That's another story we'll tell another time because we've only got about five minutes left, I think. Yeah. So it is what you are focusing on, and we 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 create pictures in our mind, and uh, and that's what you were obviously seeing. Absolutely. Um, the you did not put uh, maybe a, a specific uh, person no. on that picture, no. but um, but you uh, felt sort of the things that you were going to be sharing with that person. The, the life you would have uh, together, right? Yeah. The other thing I did, Julianne. Yeah. The other thing I did that that is just vividly clear was I was at that threshold of I didn't trust myself making decisions about relationships personal, um, and I was at that I was at that threshold of I'm just done. You know, if if someone comes into my life and and they're interested in me. <laughs> And they have these things, then we'll talk. <laughs> you know, then we'll talk about something more than a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so, that's awesome, actually. To have deeper, it can't be just surface things. Oh, like what you like the same movies, or you like you both like to travel. It's got to be deeper things. Like you I have know, got like, to be okay. You have got to be okay to have those conversations. And it's okay to have them right up front. It is yeah. okay. <laughs> I think it is important to to talk about uh, morals and also uh, values. Absolutely. Up front, yeah. you know. Can you um, can you see that? We'll put this in our thirty minute mastermind. This this is our handout download for today. Yeah. It's the top part of it. You want to start with. That's your must-haves. And then I would go to deal breakers. I would complete those two first. And then I would do, you know, that would be nice to have. And then down below, you can see there's this wheel. And you're going to take your must-haves. And only your must-haves are going down into this wheel. 
I always say five, but if you have more, those are yours. Those, if you have 10, there is nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Actually, the more, the better, right? That gives a clearer picture, doesn't it? Absolutely. And I will tell you, I know, I know from it personally, I was in Colorado when I met my husband who was living in Wales, UK. Hmm. And he's a statistics and data guy. And it was something like a bazillion to one chance that the two of us would have ever met face to face. Awesome. Yeah. The universe. He was over there on the other side of, of the ocean going through similar things and going through a similar period and looking. He was looking for a business partner. We became business partners and life partners. And that's almost 20 years ago now, meeting on Match.com. My girlfriends were on Match.com. I don't, what are you doing on Match.com on this online stuff? You don't know what might happen to you. <laughs> they have never let me live that down. Never. <laughs> it creates dynamic duos. It's a dynamic duo. Absolutely. We travel the world together. We we're in business together. We're life partners, business partners. Um, 20 years we've been traveling the world together and growing our business and helping people around the world. And it shows that people should widen their circle and not just look at people at their local bar or who they work with or those kind of things. Completely. You know, we've talked about this travel thing and how it expands you, how it expands you as a person understanding people in other cultures and um yeah and that's another one I, simon that's the one that we're going to talk about again very soon about your big dream and this travel and why that's so well, i love to talk about like yeah definitely travel and just interacting with different cultures and people around the world i think that's yeah. super important for people huge huge, huge. i mean look at you you're up in the uk right now Julian, you're from Germany. You're in Spain, a couple of islands over from us. I'm from America. I'm in Spain on a little island. I mean, it's incredible. It's incredible. And had I not gone through the world, essentially. Had I not gone through this journey of my life, had either of you not gone through your life journey, the universe would never have crossed our path. It's crossed our path. Right. This would never have happened had we not each made the decisions and choices that we have. And we may not have liked the outcome of them one, when they happened, but it's, it's, it's made stronger and growth in our lives. Absolutely. And I think it's, it's always like the universe or whatever you believe in, yes. the higher force, the collective consciousness, or whatever yes. force. God in whatever way, yeah. You know, uh, it will always um, reward you whenever you, you say yes to living to live yes. and actually be kind to your own self again. That's right. I had to be, I had to be kind and gentle to myself because I am a driver. I drive myself and I have I have the highest expectations of anyone of myself and, and what I'm doing and how I'm helping others and what I'm putting out to the world and, and the vibration and the help. And, um, it's, you have got to be more gentle with yourself 
through these times if you, if you are experiencing these. And I think we're about out of time, aren't we? Yeah. We are. Yeah. We have so much more to share. So, so many more topics. We have amazing, amazing guests coming next week. Brilliant. Um, we have Susan Randall, Susan Blaskowski Randall of Thinking into Health, Be the CEO of Your Life. And she's going to share her story next. Is it next week? Do I have the right date? Yes. Next week about her journey, she had over 20 different autoimmune deficiency diseases and was told there was nothing more could be done. Um, that she had to retire from work. Her hair was flowing out and she overcame all of it. She's going to share her story next week on what she did and her mindset shifting as well through that. So that's going to be a powerful story. It is. I know Susan well since I was in school. We were in school together. She was incredible. Amazing, amazing. And so are both of you. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you for sharing today. Thank you for both of you and your kind hearts carrying me, helping carry me through today, talking through this because I've never done, I've never shared this with a couple of people. That's it. We care about you. Definitely. I know. I know. I would not have done it had I not known that and known you so well. Thank you. <laughs> Love you. you. See you next week. See you next week, everybody. Love Bye. you. Bye.